Yes, the Finnish Football Show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. This is a bit of a Finnish Football Show bonus episode. We only put a full show out about a week ago. Today is Tuesday the 8th September. Um, I'm joined by Mark Hayton. Hi, Mark. Hello. And by Keke Mulleri. Hi, Keke. Hello. And what we thought we'd just get together for a quick low-key, unscripted, unplanned um, show just to, to look back at the at the, the first two rounds of the uh, UEFA Nations League. So Finland played against Wales uh, at home in Finland um, last Thursday, which was the 4th, uh, the 3rd, sorry, of November, uh, September. And then again, they played away at Ireland on Sunday the 6th. So we just thought, Mark, actually Mark's been really active in the last week, churning out the written words, and um, he sort of previewed the games and wrote the match, match reports, but we just thought we'd get together and talk through what we'd seen over the last few days. So um, maybe we should start with uh, with Finland, nil, Wales, one. Mark, what were your first impressions of that game? Well, I think, I mean, one of the things that I've kind of complained about a bit for, for a couple of years is that a lot of my previews end the same way because we've only been playing 4-4-2 for, you know, since, probably since like early 2017. So once again, even though the squad came out and it was a little bit hodgepodge and a little bit kind of unbalanced, I still thought, like I guess many others, including the Balolito when they tweeted out the formation pre-game, that Rive was just going to go with the kind of the standard 4-4-2. But he put three at the back, three in midfield, and then there was a nice Twitter debate about whether it was five three two or three five two. But um, he put wing backs on and approached the game in a in a basically a brand new way. Um, he gave a debut to Niskanen uh, on the right, uh, which is the young Coops lad, who I thought, in terms of like first impressions, I thought he was hot, like he he was quick, he was good with the ball at his feet, and I thought he did just incredibly well. And then he had uh, it was Yeri Urunen on the on the left hand side. So first impressions was uh, it serves me right for complaining about have, having a boring four four two for for three years. Um, but I mean you know it was uh, um, I think what was it first minute second minute third minute I think when um, Wales had the ball in the back of the net. So it was um, it was a little bit hairy, certainly certainly from the off. Yeah, you said you said is it three five two or or five three two? But but those two wingbacks are very different types of players. You had Urunen on the left, who is a defender, and you had Niskanen on the right, who is a winger. I mean, he's a left winger. This is the uh, this was what was really head scratching. Is you got a left winger playing right wing back, perhaps for the first time, certainly for the we that we've seen him play anyway. Yeah, I mean, Rich isn't here, so he'd be better better place to comment on it. But I've never seen him play. That that deep or that far back, ever. And he looked. He looked like your comment about he looked hot when, like you said, when he had the ball at his feet going forward. He looked. He looked dynamic. He was getting getting forward there and and really making things happen. And yet, when the defensive stuff was happening, it was uh, a bit more challenging. Well, yeah. yeah well, he was against um, from the like from the Wales side on his flank was Daniel James. A kid who 
Man United player, squad player now. But but I think if you remember when he when he debuted for Man U, uh, I think he scored something like three in his first four or three in his first five games, something like that. So he's a tricky guy who, who a lot of pace, a lot of good technique, and a lot of like skill and a lot of good awareness. Playing against a guy that's playing like defensively, right back, full back, right wing back, however you want to call it. Uh, for the first time in his career, I think it was it was a bit too easy for for James to find space. So he was he was yeah Niskanen was good uh, in the offense because he was quick. He was good going forward. He moved the ball well. But um, but uh, yeah, that first I think it was yeah three minutes. It was a uh, Ben Davies slid the ball in in behind uh, Niskanen. Danny James cut it across, and then it was Kiefer Moore, the big um, the big lad in the middle. For for Wales who who headed it at home, but it was he'd fouled somebody I think in the um, in the build slammed someone to the deck. Yeah, yeah initially initially I, I I couldn't really see what they had blown up for. There I was like oh no, and then um, and then when you, when you saw the replay, you did actually see the the quite clear foul in the build up to him scoring the goal. So thankfully, what what about the other end of the pitch, Keke? What did you what did you think of Finland going forward? To be honest with you, I thought, I thought they did well. I mean, um, I was I was more focused. Uh, I was, uh, like Mark, there, I was more focused on on the back really because that's where that's where all the new faces seem to be. But um, but yeah, I mean, we certainly had our moments. Um, what I will say is, I'm I'm glad that the uh, we got the defeat out of the way first, and then ended the ended the little the little double header with a with a win because the other way round wouldn't have been as uh, you know we're all sitting with smiles on our faces but yeah the other way round it might have been a bit different but um yeah I mean it was it was it was nice to see um Pukki and Boy and Palo up front together you know yeah. like um that's that's something that we've been craving for a while I think and that through whatever reasons they haven't been paired paired together for, for very often or, or for any length of time so I think we was all pleased to see how that worked out. I mean, they both ran their socks off while they were there. You know what I mean? Um, Poyan Palo in both games, he was he was uh, he was doing plenty plenty of um, plenty of running while he was while he was on the pitch. You know, so um, yeah, it's just it was just a bit, you know, not really not really penetrative, really, was it? You know, yeah. I mean, um, we talked about Niskanen. He he put in, I think it was three or four absolute quality balls that probably. Should have should have resulted in at least hitting the target, you know. Um, I could, you know, I can I can remember at least three that were absolutely, you know, strikers should be. That's the sort of thing they they're begging for, so they should be eating those up, really. But um, but yeah, so all in all, I don't think we were too bad going forward, you know. No, I think there was yeah, quite a lot. Poor, uh, Sorry, Mark. Borja Palo as well. Like he he won two. So for those for those crosses, I think. He had the he had the the knockdown for Yoni Kauko when Yoni Kauko smashed it in from twenty yards, but there was an off. He was I think Yoli was offside a little bit uh, in the build up, and then I think he also nodded it back across for Leo Weissenen when he smashed his when he shinned his when he shinned his uh, shot square into the post. Yeah. So yeah, it was good to see Boyan Palo back. It, he was he was doing really good uh, up top, and I think he uh, yeah he, he had I mean he could be pretty happy with how he played. In, in, he's, both, he's, both. he's strong, isn't he? So it does give you, it gives you that something else. You know, he can he can shake off a defender and, and use his use his strength, hold the ball up or knock it down, as you say. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, poor old Leo. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's we've all we've all done that. 
We've, they, you know, three, four yards out, you've just thrown your leg at it, hit, hit it square in a shin pad, <laughs> and then just watch it bounce back. In, in there was there was a lot. Of, you said Gekki, there wasn't that much penetration of from the from the forward line, but in the second half, it felt like Finland had a lot more of the possession. Um, and I, I've listened, obviously, to a few English or British football podcasts since then, and they've been talking about how well Wales did. And from my biased Finland perspective, um, we had a lot of the ball, especially in the second half. And it, it, it felt like Glenn Kamara was just growing and growing into the game. He wins, he wins tackles. He drives the ball forward. He, he passes the ball accurately. He's really developing, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, you, you guys know I watch a lot of Scottish football and I, I especially keep an eye on, on Rangers. But... Um, Glenn, Glenn Kamara started the first few games of the Rangers season, but um, because Steven Gerrard up there is playing with two holding midfielders, uh, a lot of the Rangers fans, and possibly rightly so, are getting on his back a bit, saying, you know, we're, we're trying to be the best team in the league. We should be attacking teams a bit more rather than having a team mm. with two holding midfielders. So recently, poor old Glenn's found himself on the bench despite playing, playing the role that his managers asked him to play. And um, so the last couple of games he sat out. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Mark. For for Finland, he, I mean, which makes me believe that he is being asked to play in a certain way for Glasgow Rangers because when he does play for Finland, he's like he he still plays that destroyer role, you know, where he breaks up he breaks up opposition play, breaks up their attack, but then he'll carry the ball or he'll, he'll look for he'll look for a more offensive pass than he does when he plays in the SPFL. So. So yeah, I mean, he, uh, we said on our on our little WhatsApp group, you know, he first five minutes he looked he looked quite he looked quite decent. Then Wales sort of came into the game a bit, but you're right in the second half when Finland did get hold of it a bit more, you know, he had a he had a, he had a decent game, old Glenn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he did all right, and, and um, he was, I think he was certainly one of the, the better performers for us on or in in the Wales game. I think what Wales did well is that they turned the middle of the pitch into a bit of a, a quagmire. So they kept throwing in niggly tackles. There was a couple of yellow cards thrown around and it just stopped us from moving the ball quickly. And I think if, as soon as Wales got time, they just shoved everybody behind the ball. We were throwing box, uh, crosses into the box or relatively long passes and they were just sort of keeping a tight unit at the back. Low block, as it's called these days. It used to be called park on the bus, but low block. Um, and, um, uh, and and dealing with it and heading it out and just waiting for us to hit them on the break. So in the second half, particularly Gareth Bale didn't come back out in the second half. So so they lost a lot of their ability to, to move and play with the ball. So they just sort of sat back and let, let us kind of try to advance onto them, but it's turned it into a bit of a niggly, niggly affair. And I have a confession to make to all the listeners. And I, I didn't watch the game on Sunday. I went to the cinema instead and it was one of those opportunities that, you know, it's either this evening or it's not going to happen and the timing was lousy. So I went to see Tenet with my kids at the cinema and I didn't see the Ireland game. So I'm going to butt out of the next of the next section while you two explain how it was better or worse or the same as the Wales game on, on Friday. How uh, the, re- the result clearly was better. <laughs> With a one yeah. a one nil win as opposed to a one nil defeat, but how did the game go itself? I mean, in in the build up to that, I um after 
after the Wales defeat, I, I have to admit to being a little bit worried about what was going to happen, you know, in, in Ireland, going away from home. Um, I really did think that in the Wales game, it, I mean, the, um, the Olympic Stadium looks fantastic. You know, I, I really like the, really the shot where the players come out the tunnel and you've got those old 1950s style doors that they come out of. That looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I, I really do think that the Finland team could have done with the fans there, you know, to just give them a little bit, a little bit extra. You know, we know how important the fans are to the to the Finland team, so I think that that may have that may have been a bit of an issue. And then going going away, I mean, I know for a fact that there would have been many of us over there as well in Ireland to to give the lads a, a spur on. So yeah, I was a bit. Um, I was a bit. I have to admit to being a bit worried, but it was it was not a completely different game. It was um, it was a similar game. I mean, we, we we played all right in the Wales game. It was just a result, really. But but yeah, they 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 really they really played well. There was um, I think Mark will corroborate. There was there was a couple of moments when um, it was already one 0 up, but they 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 were really trying this uh, play it out from the back lark and um, and seemed to get they got they got caught out a couple of times there. But mm. you know. It's uh, practice makes perfect, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. It was, yeah. We, there was a couple of hairy moments. This, the new, this, this sort of style of play, which is a little bit more uh, progressive, a little bit more technical. It does have the back three and and like guys like Glen Camara dropping deep. They have that, um, you know, the futsal kick, uh, goal kick that you can have these days, where you just leave, leave it to the guy in the box and they try to play it out. They, we've started to do that. So, isn't I, everybody? Isn't that Pep Guardiola's I've got, my, ball? I've got my heart in my mouth whenever that happens. But I think that so the, the the game was a lot different. We we in in the sense that Niskanen dropped out, Uranen dropped out, and Yoni Kauko dropped out, and they were replaced by Nikolai Alho, um, uh, Robert Taylor in the middle of the pitch, and then uh, on the other side it was Nico Hamelainen for his debut. So another debut guy. And to be right. fair, all, and, all three uh, of those had had cracking games, didn't they? Well, I think the, I mean the first thing is that Alho is a, is a is a right back for for Hoyikor now after having played I think five or six years as a winger um, again his previous foil when he was when he was a bit younger and quicker, but he's been playing at full back now for a couple of years so he's um, he was used to that he was used to the defensive side didn't didn't get caught out during the game, and Hamelainen is like a, a usually an out and out full back who is young enough to to keep running up and down the up and down the flanks like all day, so they were both. I think they were both perfect for the positions that they were playing, which really sort of showed. And then the other thing is that when Robert Taylor came in, Robert Taylor, Yoni Kauko was really good. He had a lot of industry, a lot of energy. He was, you know, crunching into tackles and he was closing stuff down. He was trying to get up to support the um, the forwards. But uh, Robert Taylor's such a clever player. He was moving into spaces that um, it just left the Irish midfield confused. They had no idea how to pick him up. They had no no idea how to follow him, and that made loads of space for Glen Camara, for Tim Sparv to pick up the pass, and to move the ball around and move it forward. So that those it, one or two really small tweaks left the game, I think, a lot more open, and and we looked a lot better, a lot more comfortable on the ball. And I don't know if it was just because it was the second game, and they've had you know a few more days together, or or they've had the Wales game to sort of settle into the system. But I thought mm. the guys at the back played played remarkably well against Ireland as well. You know, there there was a lot of stuff flying about on um, on social media about Daniel O'Shaughnessy. You know, um, what's this guy turning out for Finland when he's when he's got a name like that? But, <laughs> yeah. um, 
but he uh, he he had a great game, you know, against against. I don't know if it spurred him on, you know, being in uh, being in Ireland, which is um, obviously half of his heritage. But he he really had a cracking game, you know. That maybe, as I said, maybe the the previous game it just settled settled a bit of nerves, and it wasn't such a such a new experience. But yeah, he 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 really played well. I thought. I mean, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, the three of them did play well against Wales. The, the, the goal, the, the goal that we conceded was, yeah. uh, I think it was. I mean, Leo Weisenhans' positioning was a bit off. We got caught in behind against Wales. It was a difficult thing that we got caught on the break. There wasn't that much any of the any of the centre backs could have could have really done. I think, yeah, that extra that preparation time, they were a lot more solid against against Ireland. Um, they looked like they'd been. I mean, Yoni uh, Oyalas. He just looked. He looked like he'd been like first choice centre back for years. Like he just sort of he was he was sweeping up everything. I really liked him. And uh, and O'Shaughnessy, he's been a, he's been a young hot prospect for about five or six years, and he struggled. I think he, he couldn't get a game in Denmark. He couldn't get a game at Brentford, and he's come back to Hoyiko. He's playing every game now. Yeah. And he looks like he look he looks like he's turned into a proper centre back. Like like he can he can handle himself. Um, so. Yeah, I was really, really impressed, and, and it's not just actually not just defensively, like heading the ball and, and, and the tackles and all the rest of it. But uh, O'Shaughnessy and Leo Weissenden were doing the Chef United centre back, advanced centre back thing. They kept stepping forward in the midfield and then turning up in weird places for throw-ins. Um, so, so uh, yeah, it was no, it was like one up in the, I think it was like the 90th minute, and I think we had a throw-in on the uh, on the on the left. And um, I saw Daniel O'Shaughnessy like, like coming up to try and win the win that. Win the, and I was like, "What the? What's ninety oh. minutes, man? Like, what stuff? Get back!" So, um, so yeah, it's they've they're, they're developed and they they look solid together. But also, they're they're um, they're trying to be a bit more progressive, a bit more advanced, a bit more, you know. I mean, it's um, this is the perfect this Nations League again. I know we've gone over it a thousand times, but yeah. and it, it's in every other media I listen to, it's completely berated. So I think we're the only shining light for the poor old Nations League. But these these games, I mean, obviously a couple of the changes were forced. You know, it would have been interesting to see if River would have gone with this formation and style if it had been Arayuri and Toivia in in yeah. defence. You know, mm. but. These these games, these competitive games, give you the opportunity to experiment with a style, to to bloody some young players, you know, without it being a meaningless friendly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think I think it's a great opportunity. But as I say, you know, with um, Arayuri and Dwebio to come back, it's uh, it's really it's really boding well for for the future of having that strength in depth, you know. And and we we talked you both talked in glowing terms there about the about the defence, but we actually scored a goal in this game, so we've got to give a little bit of love to the <laughs> to the goal scorer in the in the Ireland game. Um, it was quite a quite it was scored by the uh, by the substitute uh, Frederick Jensen, and it was quite a quite a, an entrance onto the field. Seventeen seconds, yeah, I believe took, it was. Yeah, how how many how many did you count? 17, 17 seconds. 17 seconds, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Bit of a, made on the pictures of your that go, I think, because Robert Taylor had quite a bit to do with it, so uh, I'm claiming that one. <laughs> describe, every describe, right to, every right to. <laughs> paint pictures with words, boys. Describe the goal for those that are listening that maybe haven't seen it. Well, it's some neat little interplay, really, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, throwing from the left. Um, he, he, he came on. Yola came off. 
So he'd been, Yola had been battering around. So he'd been doing a lot of winning the ball. Um, and what had happened in the second half is the Temu Puki had started to come deep to pick up the ball to help out uh, the midfield. So I think what they tried to do was put Puki further forward and bring Jensen on so he could drop a bit deeper to pick up the ball. Jensen came on to pick up um, uh, for, for Yola. I think it was Nico Hamalainen threw it in. He chested it down, sent it forward, knocked it to Puki, who knocked it to uh, Robert Taylor. And Taylor was, what did he do? He, think he burned a defender or two, took a beeline into the box and then just slid it across to the back post, across the, across the six-yard box. Jensen had continued his run around the back and slotted in. Lovely, 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 really well-worked goal. He still had, he still had a little bit to do, Frederick Jensen, because he was the, the defender was right on him. Obviously, Darren Randolph yeah. was scrambling a bit across the... Um, he, he didn't quite... He, the cross sort of went straight in front of him, but he, he didn't risk coming out for the cross, Randolph. He tried to scramble off to the post and, um, yeah, Freddie was mm. there to, uh, to sort of, not, it wasn't quite a tap-in. He had to sort of slide in and beat, beat the defender. But, yeah, um, yeah, maybe got a bit of lift on it as well over, yeah. over Randolph who was scrambling across. But, um, but, yeah, back of the net, that's what counts. It, it certainly is. And I, I guess the, the, the thing that seems to be the takeaway from all of this we're recording this Tuesday evening and in about 20 minutes we're going to go and watch England play against Denmark um there's been some pretty stodgy football would that be fair to say over the weekend not not necessarily just in the Finland games but a lot of teams that don't quite look ready to play football yet because half the squad haven't played for six months and the other half have played all the way through into August, but they've had the last few weeks off, and it's a bit, a bit sort of all over the place. So hopefully, this now starts to certain leagues are starting to come back to playing, and obviously the Finnish league continues, and the next couple of Nations League games are in uh, are in October. Yeah, I mean, you can see obviously there's there's a bit of rust out there, not only uh, mm. not only for the two games that we've watched, but I think as you said, Mark, across the across the international scene, across the fixtures, there's there's obviously a bit of a bit of rust with different squads, but um, but you know it's just it's good to see them back playing, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is, and I mean I think at least for us it was good to see that as the game wore on against Ireland, and as you go if you if you start if you start the clock from minute one against Wales, and then you go to the end of the uh, the Irish game, we just got better roughly yeah. like roughly. I know we you know we had a bit of a blip <laughs> it late on against Wales, but that was it was against the run of play. And it wasn't like it was just one of those things that happens. But when we finished the game against Ireland, we finished the strong. I think I think they had a couple of I think half chances we that we <laughs> that we might have crafted for them, trying to be too clever at the back. But for us, Pookie could have scored. Darren Randolph had to make an absolute worldie of a save to deny yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Nikolai Alho. So you know there was we had us we had ourselves our chances to to make it. It could have been easily two or three, and I think it would have been a fair fair result. And d- despite despite all that, um, you know, I don't think he was he, Redetsky was too bored in the Finland go in the Ireland game. He he made that one cracking save where um, the Palolito social media has been um, has been out there calling him Spider Man because he he came out in the sort uh, of yeah the, the block the big, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the big stretch Schme- smile, so um, so yeah Schmeichelesque that's it so feeling positive no yeah we're, and we're... I've got to say got to say as well that. Um, that new shirt and that, that new kit looks absolutely cracking on, on the players on the pitch. You know, um, anyone who uh, anyone who had their doubts about it when they just saw it on um, 
you know, on photographs or whatever, to see it actually moving around the pitch with the, with the names on the back, it, it, it looks really cracking. Yeah, professional. Yeah. And on that point, I reckon it's a good time to wrap this up because our 15 minutes is almost closer to 30, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but that's what happens when you put the three of us in a virtual room. Um, so next Finnish football show, I think we'll, we'll aim to get a, a full show out perhaps just before the next set of games and then do a little re review like this afterwards. Um, remember to check out what Keke is doing with the uh, Instagram page. Uh, all of these sort of live recorded shows are, are going up on the YouTube channel. Uh, we've got our Facebook page, Facebook group, um, and Mark's getting back into the swing with the old writing as well. It's like FC saw me never went away. So until until that next show, Keke, thanks for joining me. See you again soon. Kiitos, kiitos. And Mark, see you again soon. Yes. Kiitos, kiitos. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it for this Finnish football show. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Yep.